I had big ambitions and big dreams, and I let everything fall because I was not realistic. Because if you don't like celery, you probably won't stomach celery juice every morning. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Bonjour. Hola. <laughs> how's it going? Um, I Well, it's going great. How, how's it going for you? Well, I feel like it took us about a decade to figure out how to record this podcast via the interwebs and not face-to-face. Although I actually feel like it's been going fine. We just keep being too excited and then we just <laughs> say the dumbest things and then we have to start all over again. Like dumbest <laughs> things. Which ironically, I feel like if you're listening, then you might have liked what we were saying. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> so with that being said, welcome. Welcome to You Fit Here. I am CS. Nope, I'm oh, not. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. No, we're, we're going. We're, keep, we're going. We're, we're going. We're I am CB. I am CS. <laughs> we are both Colleen, yes. kindness enthusiasts, and we're going to get it together right now. Yes. And we are so excited because we saw each other today and we said, let's do this tonight. Let's get back together on the interwebs. And now here we are. And yeah, a little slap happy. But we're so excited. And we'll have a better tomorrow because of what we are actually going to talk to you guys about tonight. Yes, for sure. So first, before we get there, we want to start our episodes with something great every time. So we came up with a shirt a while ago that said, tell me something good. And thanks to our sponsor, Every Kind. <laughs> Brought to you by Every Kind. <laughs> We really love the shirts that are conversation starters, and we kind of thought, what a nice way to you know start a conversation with somebody. Tell me something good. And in all honesty, whenever I have worn it, it has gotten a great response. Yes, and we feel like having people tell us something good makes people look for the good in otherwise ordinary days or situations. So we want all of you to head to everykind.com and scroll down our homepage and Fill out the form that says, tell me something good, because we want to share your good news on the podcast yeah. each week. Every week, we're going to pick some a random comment, and um, it will inspire us, too, because we start our days with each other with something we are grateful for. So you guys will inspire us, too. Yes. So CS, kick it off. What are you – what's good? Oh, Right. Um, what's good is, okay, I always really wished that I was an actress and that never worked out for me. I didn't really go down that avenue. I didn't actually like try to become one or anything, but like I always thought, oh, they'll find me. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. But so this is like the closest thing that it, it, it is ever going to be that. So that's good for me. I feel so happy. I could be watching Netflix or doing anything else right now, but no, I am in my bed with this beautiful <laughs> microphone recording a podcast. <laughs> I mean, that is just the dream. The, 
That is good. It is good. I love it. I love it. And uh, yeah, what about you? <laughs> um, well, what's good is that I'm drinking my voodoo mushroom fake coffee potion that I'm obsessed with. And I was out of it for two weeks and it's back in my system and it makes me really happy. It is the little things. It doesn't taste like mushrooms. It tastes like heaven. I will. T- I'll take your word for it, but I would totally <laughs> try it too. I'm going to send you some. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. So that's good. So tell us your good news and we'll feature you guys soon. Yeah. So then also we have a topic for today's podcast. Right. We That we do. We we want every week to serve as either a source of inspiration or just make you think about something maybe in a little bit different way. Or we want you to take away something that you can actually apply to your life and that will hopefully help you become a better version of yourself. Totally. Yes. I think we need a shirt that says totally for the number of times I say totally what's, in response what's to the, you. What's that one thing you say I say all the time? Yeah, but um. <laughs> so at least it's not just um. It's, or maybe it's like um, but yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah. I think I, you're probably right. So, I love it. Well, you never know what could be inspired by this podcast. Yeah, but um, <laughs> okay. okay. So our topic is accountability. Yeah, and it's something that I think that we have both be- become so much better at, and it is something that we are always practicing. And for me, it hasn't been easy, but I'm getting the hang of it. I d- oh, I was gonna say I totally, totally agree. You totally were. <laughs> I totally agree. But that's okay. That's good. That's worse simpatico. Simpatico? Whatever. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? <laughs> I don't know what you said, but I like it. Okay, I good. just think of Justin Timberlake. Oh, yes. Right? It's never a bad thing. Never a bad thought. Accountability. We want to talk about seven steps or tips that we use to hold ourselves accountable that will hopefully help you guys hold yourselves accountable for your life, goals, dreams, obstacles, everything. Yes. So let me ask you a question. Ask me. Why why should we hold ourselves accountable? What, what will that do for us, in your opinion? I personally feel like accountability is the missing part between starting something and failing. Yeah. <laughs> or finishing, depending on how well you do. Yeah, or succeeding or whatever it is that you intend to do. Yes. You have to hold yourself accountable. Have to. Otherwise, we give up just as fast as we start. So everyone should close their eyes right now. Unless, of course, you're driving a motor vehicle. Right. Or doing anything else you need your eyes for. But Mm -hmm. pretend to close your eyes. Just think about this. (laughs) Imagine. Imagine. Imagine a goal that you're working on right now in your life or an obstacle you want to overcome or something you want to achieve. It could be literally anything. And it could be really, really little. It could be just like a small, I want to wash my face every night before I go to bed. Oh, I need to do that. Oh my gosh. I'm the worst Since at that. My husband will never listen to this podcast. It could be, <laughs> I'm going to make the bed for my wife in the morning. Ooh, we'll find out if he ever listens to this, if your bed starts getting made. Oh. It could be starting a fitness goal. Or a financial goal, like saving money. It could be giving up something. Yes. Like Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. That was hard for you. That was, yeah. But also so rewarding. Being more patient, putting effort into your marriage. (laughs) 
like by making the bed. It's it's neither here nor there, but it's actually everywhere. So, um, I mean, like in my life, just make the bed. Just make the dang bed. <laughs> no, but so, we are being seriously. So we have seven tips to help you be more accountable so that you can achieve all of your hopes and wildest dreams. We've all been in this situation where you think of something and are just amped up to do it and get after it. And you buy all the stuff and you're like, this is happening. I'm going to be a total baller right now. Yeah. I, and then you fail miserably. Then you take a nap. <laughs> then you just stop trying. And when you wake up, you forget what you were doing before you took the nap. And, well, we all know how, how that goes. So, Colleen has a real solid story about me, but <laughs> one of those like, <laughs> this is happening in my life today. And she can tell you what the topic was. Oh, but- she built it up for weeks. And she ordered this huge machine to... <laughs> Juicify celery. <laughs> and she was going to drink it every morning because it was going to like literally change her insides. And I was there when it got delivered and we did it together the first day. And guess how many times she did it after that first day? Zip. Big fat zero. Big fat zero times. <laughs> because it turns out celery juice is disgusting. Right. I feel like if anybody out there has successfully done this and figured out a way for it to not taste the way it tastes, we would welcome. Yeah, if we could figure out a way for it not to taste like celery. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. I feel like it's like a Bloody Mary concoction. I mean, I believe that it probably works. Mm -hmm. I stalk the medical medium and I feel like he knows I should drink celery juice. Oh, my gosh. And I don't even like lettuce. So for me, ugh, woof. (laughs) Disgusting. So anyway, okay. Despite all of this, I had big ambitions and big dreams. And I let everything fall because I was not realistic. Because if you don't like celery, you probably won't stomach celery juice every morning. No. So that brings us to our first point. To, to be accountable, you have to be realistic. Yes. So this doesn't mean that you can't dream big, but mm-hmm. you just cannot set yourself up to fail, a.k.a. think that you're going to magically like celery, like the juice that comes from <laughs> celery, and actually want to drink it into eight ounces of it every single morning before you've even brushed your teeth. And can we also sidebar how much actual physical celery it takes to create that eight ounces of juice? Okay. And also, because I don't want you to think you're the only person who's ever done anything that dumb, can we? Can I please point out that leg machine that I have at my house? Oh, she has the best infomercial leg machine that kind of resembles like a horse saddle. <laughs> like, a, like a little like... You can like find it at the toy store, but it's purple and more metal-y, I guess. We will link this in our show notes. And I found it in her house one day and I'm like, hmm, questioning called, what this- I know it's called five minute legs. Oh, five minute legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we've we all have our guilty pleasure shame <laughs> fails, but if you aren't realistic, then I, I, if I want my legs to change in five minutes, then I'm going to have to figure something else out because that machine, 
I don't know if it doesn't work, but it just didn't feel right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's not much that's going to change in five minutes unless you are under surgery. Right. And, and, And I've had to learn that the hard way, like by spending however much money I spent on that and it not working. <laughs> so, but if you can actually make your goal achievable, then then the odds of of fulfilling that goal or having success at the end of that road is obviously m- much higher um, odds. So, I like when CB one time said to me, "Think of it as a marathon rather than a sprint. You can do it, but you have to be realistic about it." And I'm pretty sure you said to me. Well, I don't want to do either of those things. <laughs> but okay, that's not the point. So number one, be realistic. Okay, number two. Make a motto. CS came up with this and I love it. She said, identify like a motto or a mission statement or a mantra that you're going to go back to and look on throughout the whole journey when you want to give up, when you need some extra oomph, pep in your step. And it can be different for every goal or you can have sort of like an umbrella. I mean, we could talk about this for days and days and days and we know nobody has that kind of carpool situation (laughs) time to listen. But I think that it could be a fun thing and it can get your creative juices flowing. And I think if you commit to creating a motto for yourself, you're going to feel like this is something that you are designing for you. So you've already decided it's realistic. Now you're going to make a motto and then you are going to you're going to stay accountable until you reach your goal. Making the motto, but then putting it everywhere. So like put it on a post note and put it on your bathroom mirror and then set an alert in your phone to go off at whatever time each day to say, hey, this is what you came up with and I'm not letting you back out on you. Yeah, I love that. Give me an example of a motto that you might use. Okay, so I have something and it did not come because of a goal or anything. It just kind of happened because mostly cheese. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cheese caused this in my life. So I love cheese and cheese does not love me. So I started asking myself when there's an amazing charcuterie board in front of me. Is that how you say that word? Well, I'm the wrong person to ask, but it sounded great to me. If I eat this, how am I going to feel afterwards? Like right now, I'm going to feel really freaking good, but a little bit later, I'm not. I'm going to hate that cheese. So I started applying it to multiple things in my life, whether it's situations I'm in or things I'm doing for exercise or what I'm eating or just anything, stuff with my kids. How is this going to make me feel afterwards? And if the answer isn't great, then I'm probably going to say no to it. You have so much more willpower than me. What? I got my mantra. And if cheese made you feel that bad, you would say no to cheese But too. it might be the source of my back problems and I don't even know it because <laughs> I eat Did a I... lot of cheese. I mean, I'm not from Wisconsin, but I, my cheese game is strong. My cheese game is strong. I don't know that that causes your back pain, but I don't, maybe. Well, it's just that I'm you know, always trying to figure it out, but I, I love that. And I think if you can – actually do that, then obviously you'll feel better every day. It's just an easy go-to when I'm at the like questionable, do I do this or do I not do this? Well, how's it going to make me feel later? And boom, there's my answer. Yeah, I love that. So that that's an example. So that was number two. So we're going to be realistic. We're going to make a motto. And number three, we're going to prioritize it. 
Yes. Let's break this down. Yeah. So I think so many people when they have say it's a personal goal, especially parents, moms, I can relate to this. You feel like if you have a personal goal in your life, it's selfish for some reason because maybe it's focused on you or getting a certain part of your life better. And so we put it at the very bottom of the totem pole, but then it's 9 p.m. on a Monday night and you don't have time for that goal anymore. So you're giving up on yourself just as quickly as you started. Yes, I agree. Totally. I, okay, people who know me now who know that I get up four out of five mornings, sometimes five out of five mornings to don't you wake up seven mornings a week? <laughs> mm, <laughs> Just kidding. Hilarious. <laughs> okay, but to go spinning really early, no mm. one – you wouldn't have been able to tell me three years ago that that would be me at all, but it became – I didn't even know I was going to start holding myself accountable for it, but it I that's how it kind of happened by accident, but it's helped me realize that I, I'm capable of doing anything that I want to because if I don't start my day out – with my friends at spin, then my day is not, it's not great. It's not as good as it could be. So I do, I prioritize it. I do it before my kids are even awake because then it's done. I don't have to make time for it later. I've all, my watch has already told me that I've done a good job. That makes me feel very good about myself. (laughs) If that's, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it just is. I think it's great. And yeah. So if I, if I don't make that happen, I know it's not going to happen because once I get my kids off to school, then I have to work until they're done with school. And, you know, there's five of them and they all got stuff. And then, I mean, and now I'm going to be recording podcasts every night. So let's, let's <laughs> be realistic here. I got to do it. Yes. Prioritize it and time block it. Make it a non-negotiable on your calendar, a date with yourself or with whomever your goal is with or for. Yeah. But don't let it be at the bottom of the to-do list. No. And so you're going to do all those things. And don't worry, this will all be in the show notes and on the website. (laughs) You're going to do all those things. And then number four. You're going to get ahead of yourself. So we want you to think of you as future you and think of all the ways you would try to self-sabotage yourself when the time presents itself. Yeah. So how can you how can you get ahead of yourself? Think of everything you would have come up with and then outsmart yourself. So CS, your alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and you really don't want to go spinning. What are all the excuses you're going to tell yourself? Oh, I don't have any clean sports bras, and I don't know where my keys are, and oh, I didn't fill up my water, and oh, I forgot my Apple Watch, so it means I didn't work out if I don't have my Apple Watch. Are those, is that what you mean? Exactly. Okay. So now, how can you outsmart yourself before you can even let yourself get to that point? Oh, girl, I am, I have, I am so, I am wearing my workout clothes right now. <laughs> to bed. <laughs> to bed, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, I bring my purse with my keys into my bathroom, which also conveniently will help me start my car if it's cold from mm-hmm. inside. Anything else? No, I feel like that's good. Yeah. I, I have it all. Oh, and I am always listening to a podcast or a book on tape because I'm like, once I realize like, oh, darn it. Oh, but oh, yes, I get to find out what happens next or I get to listen to this or I'm always like excited about what I'm going to listen to in my me time before I go see my besties at spin. Yes, I love that. So if you are 
ahead of yourself before you can even self-sabotage, then you are golden. Right. Gosh, it makes me feel so smart to like even just know that I do one thing right so well. (laughs) It feels really good. So this is something you can apply to everything. If you're trying to save money, that's your goal, and your friends want to go out to dinner with you. Have you ever heard the thing where it's like you have like a box of Pop-Tarts in your car or something, so you always eat on your way to the dinner, so you just order an appetizer (laughs) instead of the plate? I do eat Pop-Tarts all the time. But yes, or whatever that thing is. Or like make eat dinner with your family. Or this could bring us to our step, what are we on? Four, five. You have those friends who want to go out to dinner with you and you have this goal that you're trying to save money. Bring your people in on your goal or your challenge or your obstacle or whatever you're working towards. Let them help you stay accountable. I think one, two, three, as many of your really dear friends as you want to let in, I think it's really nice because if the results are evident in any way, they're going to be so proud of you and so much more proud of you had they not been in on it in the first place. I completely agree. And I think that sometimes when you bring up a goal that you're working on to a friend, they're like, "Um, hello, sign me up. I want to be a part of this. And When you lose that motivation one day, it's so nice to have somebody to just text or call really quick and say, "Uh, no, let's do this. Like, Get your motivation back. I'll do it with you. So whether someone's jumping on your team or not, your friends and family hopefully want the best for you and you hopefully want the best for them. And you're maybe going to say, okay, let's actually not do dinner, but instead everybody eat dinner at home and let's just go grab a glass of wine. Yeah. You or know, better you yet, can, I've got a bottle of wine in the fridge. Just come on over. Come on over, except for when I'm recording my podcast every night. Yes. You're no longer welcome. Just kidding. You fit here. <laughs> so that's good. Um, yes. Okay. So yeah, because we'll, we, we know what each other are up to. If I'm on to some new, you know, cleanse. It's very evident in the way that I'm very mean, probably. <laughs> yeah. But, and if I'm excited for a jewelry, jewelry, <laughs> <laughs> celery juicing cleanse, <clears throat> never again. We're never recording this late at night either because I have lost the ability to speak well. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think they like it. Okay. So that was number five. Okay. So number six. I love this one. Then because I love I it. love rewarding myself. <laughs> so <laughs> number six is reward milestones. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Reward milestones <laughs> along the way. What this means is you should never dangle something in front of yourself that you can't reach. Right. It's like the horses on the racetrack who have the carrot just dangling. Do they ever get the dang carrot? That is so unjust in my (laughs) opinion. That's so mean. But, you know, no. Who wants that? No. Yeah. And then you, if you are not getting any form of reward or feeling of accomplishment along the way, then you're going to, why am I doing this? Well, and oftentimes the reward is going to just be like, oh my gosh, my life, it seems like it's gotten better or easier. And that's going to be good in and of itself. 
But I think if you have a goal, for instance, okay, let's say you're like, oh, I'm going to give this running thing a try. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you really want some new shoes to run in. I don't think you have to run a whole marathon or train for it. Right. I mean, I, and I don't know your financial situation, but I just feel like we could work something else out. <laughs> you can reward yourself along on the road. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously. So that was number six. And we're, we're to number seven right Dang. next, right here. I don't right know next. how we, I don't know how we got here. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So number seven. Take responsibility. I'm talking to you, Danny. Danny is my 13-year-old. I think this is why she wanted to start a podcast so she could relay <laughs> secret messages to her family behind a microphone. Well, I I tried I tried it to his face and it didn't go over very well tonight, but I it was kind of a great example and segue into this because I remember being 13 and not wanting to hear my mom tell me I needed to work harder on my grades. Mm-hmm. But making excuses is not is not going to help you get better grades. And obviously I'm not in school and nor are you, but you have to be responsible for yourself and even your reaction to when someone says, it doesn't, you know, I live with you and I feel like I don't really see all that much studying going on at home. And could that be a direct correlation to, and you can't make excuses. You have to own it and then you either work on it and you get the results or you don't work on it and you don't make the honor roll. <laughs> That's just all there is to it. <laughs> so be responsible for your actions, your reactions to everything that happens around you. And you're the only one that you have to blame or cheer on at the end of the day because this is your goal, your thing in your life. So we have to take ownership of all that stuff and then it'll feel so much better at the end. Uh, yes, it will. And I have to just sort of back to the mantra thing or motto. I think this is one of my favorite things to tell myself and it's definitely a mantra that I've sort of tried to adopt. It's kind of two, but the one is you never lose. You either win or you learn. Mm-hmm. And also the practice makes better. If you can take responsibility then you can hold yourself accountable. So if you – I like those two little mantras. If anybody wants to, I'll lend them to you. <laughs> they're on loan. They're on I loan. Like yeah. I think they're perfect. So with all of these tips, hopefully whatever goal or thing you have coming your way, you can actually get after it and finish it or accomplish it. Yes, and because – Everything begins and ends with kindness for us. Being kind to others and yourself isn't always easy. It is something that you also need to learn how to hold yourself accountable. And if if practice practice makes better resonates with you, then don't forget to practice being kind. Do little things, big things, all the in-between things that you can because we believe that if you can be kind, all these other steps – will come so much more naturally and you'll have a desire to actually do these things in order to hold yourself accountable. Totally. And when you're going along your merry way and you hit a roadblock or you're having a bad day or you fall off your wagon, so to speak, of holding yourself accountable, 
if you show yourself kindness and grace, then it's so much easier to start over again or absolutely pick back up where you left off. So if we're too hard on ourselves, then we're going to set ourselves up to fail every time. And we just want you guys to be happy. And this topic relates directly to you achieving the ultimate happiness for yourself and your life. (laughs) But I'm being really serious. Yes, I love it. That was a great episode. (laughs) You guys, we're going to get better at this long distance recording thing. But don't, what do you think? First time, not, not, you know what? Practice makes better. All right, guys, go tell us something good on our website, everykind.com, and make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast and rate and review Five us. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye.